This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, baby, we're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude, live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. I started a social media podcast. The fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD is back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started. Before them all, YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the bandana, man? Sorry. It's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. You know what, dude? Here at JFL. Oh, that feels so good. Why are these not more in use? Why are these not gifts to everybody? The uh, Chinese fan. I mean, it's a weapon. Stick it in somebody's eye and then flap it. Oh, that feels so good. Oh, uh, I want YKWD uh, fans. Can we get these made? Just so that at my shows, I just want to see a bunch of people. That was a funny one. That was a funny one, Bob. What's up, everybody? Robert Kelly here, live from Montreal. JFL, just for laughs. I am on the nasty show. I'm uh, closing that bitch. Uh, I think it's my first time closing. I've hosted. I've closed the first half. I've done a million of them. I think it's my first time closing the motherfucker. And um, uh, I'm excited. I'm having a blast. I have a good crew on there. We have uh, um, uh, just a, the lineup's awesome. Big J's up here. He's two doors down. We were doing uh, more tummy time last night. If you don't know what tummy time is, you got to watch the other episode and uh, you'll know what it is. Uh, me, him, and Josh did a little tummy time watching uh, YouTube videos of uh, shitty comedians so bad it's terrible what's up shepherd what's up mac uh what's up lou lou uh what's up nikki how you doing i'm good how are you oh look at that energy is just, just always a robot right answer I mean, I gotta, sorry it's just so pumping you just i love it your energy is just it makes me want to fucking plow a field <laughs> mush how you doing speaking of energy how are you I'm great. And you know who else is doing great? Who? Our guest. Hey, I got a great guest today. I'm very excited. I haven't had him on in a while. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mike Vecchione, the Italian stallion. And we've been mushed. (laughs) Can't get that fucking cue. I mean, Jesus Christ, I set it up perfectly. Italian stallion. And it still takes fucking five seconds. What's How up, brother? How is it up there? Um, hang on, I gotta turn you up. I can't hear you. You know what, dude? It you know what, dude? You know what, dude? I suck. You know what, dude? It's uh it's fucking great, dude. I'm having such a blast. I was thinking about this, you know, when I first got the nasty show, it was so overwhelming, you know, Louis, Atel, Nick DiPaolo, Jim Jeffries, you know. 
Uh, and then everyone after that was, fu- you know, crazy lineup. And now it's like I'm so, uh, I don't know if it's relaxed in my life or happy where I'm at and right. confident in my skills. Yeah. You know, I, they were like, I just looked, I'm headlining the nasty show and I didn't even realize it. I'm going up last. And I'm like, yeah, it's like when you, when you want something, you're afraid of it. When you're ready for it, it just happens. Yeah. It doesn't even, you don't even want it anymore. You know what I mean? It just, it is, you know? Well, speaking of being ready for it, I have to, before we start, I have to compliment you, man. The movie was unbelievable. I didn't get to see it at the after party. Um, I don't think you go to after parties now. It's you just, I don't, yeah. And you go up to your upstate, uh, one of your homes. Yes, I go to one of my homes now. Um, Hang on one sec. Let me just, I'm a little hot. Um, Yeah. I understand that you were summering upstate and then uh, you winter in the city. And uh, and by the city, I mean Paris. So um, you didn't come to the after party. I mean, everybody was there. I was congratulating. It was just, and then I was like, where's Bobby? Oh, Bobby doesn't do these anymore. I I think (laughs) the rep was there. I was like, Bobby doesn't do these anymore. Step away, step away. Bobby doesn't do. And I go, I knew him before he was an actor. Like I knew him before he was like a thespian. Like remember that SNL sketch? This is something. This is nothing. This is something. This is nothing. This is something. This is nothing. (laughs) I'm like, that's where Bobby has it. Bobby doesn't have the time to speak to you peasants. He's been whisked away, dude. Okay. Okay, dude. Dude. Listen, it is true that um, it's not about that for me. I was there. I supported Louie and and Joe in that. But that whole thing, it's about being on set. It's about, you know, finding choices. It's about, you know, being with the other actors, doing what we do. That stuff, it, it actually takes it away from me now. Like, you know, when, when, for example, I'm there with my wife and we're in front of Louie and Joe and the names, they started the names at the beginning yeah. in the credits. Right. And it was like, you know, Louis CK, wah, Joe Liss, wah, and then Robert Kelly. Wah! It was like, that takes away from it for me. You know what I mean? I don't want people to be like, wow, he got a real, he got a more than me. I don't want that. I don't yeah. want that. So I figured if I went to the party, let Joe and Louie have this. Yes. I don't, right? I get it. I mean, you're being very unselfish. Yes. You're it very was unselfish. That or, or it was the hernia surgery I had two days before that made me have to go home because I was in brutal pain. Because you suffer for your craft? I... <laughs> Is that, did you get the surgery because you were preparing for another role? What's it like to be a patient? Oh, what's it like to be in? What's it like to have that hernia pain? I got an, you got an actual surgery because. <laughs> God, Bobby, the energy, the energy that you bring to the, to the, to the practice. It's, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you see this because most comics don't look the, they don't see it. They, they glaze over that. You know what I mean? Most- yeah, they and, don't get it. And the fact they're punchlines. They're working in their chuckle huts. They're working at, oh, I got to fly to Tampa. I got to fly. I got to, I'm supposed to be in Cedar Rapids. It's like right. they don't slow down and marinate in right. the craft. In the craft. And the craft to me is, is that important, right? Right. It is. I mean, if, 
And if I get, if, you know, the surgery I got for my next role, hopefully I didn't get the role yet. I'm, I'm auditioning. You have to audition. Well, Oh, Michael, Michael, I choose to audition. Oh, okay. All right. You like to be part of the process then. Yeah, I like the process that. that energizes you, Bobby. The pro I mean, from from thinking about it mm -hmm. to wanting it to manifesting it in my reality. Yes. I manifested that role. Yes. That was that I man I would say I almost manifested the movie. Yes. Because I, I was putting it out there like where the walls of lack and delay now crumble away. I now fulfill my destiny. The movie with Louie and Joe, my close friends, comes to me now by divine right in a perfect way. And it happened. And, the and then the movie happened. Yes. Right away. Are you drinking a coconut water now? Is that how you hydrate? <laughs> <laughs> because it's got extra. Sure, it's $14 a box. But it's still, it's better than regular. Water is for regular people, extras. It's not for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, regular, like regular, like tap water is for background people. I would say like this water is for stars. Yes. Right? Expensive and water. This type of water is for background. And coconut is for people like you know for rad, shoot days, probably where you need your voice for shoot days. Right. Sure. Yeah, sure. You yeah. need your voice. Um, but all all um all Hollywood aside, it was yeah. unbelievable. Your perform I already I already knew, like uh, I already knew you were a great actor first from the scenes in Louie. I'm like, I'm watching you in that and uh it was some kind of a diner scene. I'm like, God damn, if Bobby isn't a fucking really good actor. Like, you know what I mean? It's like your friends. So you you don't know, you know what I mean? You know, if your friends are good at, you know, I mean, you're a great comic, but I don't know that you're a good actor. So I'm, but I'm watching the, I'm watching the show Louie and then in the diner scene as his brother, I'm like, God damn, fucking Bobby's a really good actor. So I already knew it going into the movie. Keith, Keith sent me a text. He goes, it really bugged me how good you were. He goes, it really made me angry. I had to take a Tylenol. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It's funny too, dude. You know, um, I mean, Joe List ca carried a movie. It's unbelievable. Was, I mean, you want to talk about manifesting it. That guy did it, man. Yeah. He manifested it. He put it out there. He's like, nah, I'm going to do, because everybody's, we're all trying to like in the, it seems like you get caught in the same, you don't even think that's a possibility. I mean, how yeah. many of us actually think that's a possibility? It's like, I'm going to write and direct a movie. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. What are you, you Clint Eastwood now? Like, you know what I mean? Like you do that. And it's like, he did it. He made it happen. And it's like, yeah. anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. If you have a talented, uh, multimillionaire comic friend who knows how to direct and make films, <laughs> anything is possible. If you have a fallen angel that you can pick up and, and, and help him till his wings heal. Uh, <laughs> you're manifesting connecting to the right people i'm connecting to the right people um so how are you doing dude We're, what's I'm going good, on I'm good i didn't uh didn't get montreal this year i don't know i didn't you're i didn't know the, you're at the point like this this is the way i look at it too because i didn't get it uh a couple years it's not you don't get it you got it you're once you're in you're in 
Yeah. We don't, we don't get Mo- Brendan Sagalow got Montreal. You know Did he get I mean? Montreal? He got new faces. He's oh, good for him. Good for him. You know, uh, yeah, good for him. Bad for Feeney. Uh, <laughs> Did Feeney not get it? Oh, that's going to be an awkward podcast that those guys have. Oh, it's going to be a great podcast. <laughs> oh, Feeney's always one step behind Sagalow. <laughs> I mean, not when they're walking, but... <laughs> But uh, well, having some success with his videos, uh, um, with yeah, his TikTok, Fe- yeah. Liz texted me the other day, she goes, Feeney just got a, an applause break. I want to stab myself in the neck. <laughs> Is there any better comedy community than what we have in New York City? Right I now? know, man. It's a nice, it's a blend, and what brings it all, uh, you know, I thought the Super Bowl between the Eagles and the uh, the Patriots was going to be the boiling point, but everybody, you know, controlled themselves very well. You guys sat at your table. We sat at our table and uh, it's just a, it's a meshing of different generations, different places, different hostilities, different time periods. Like the seller back in the day, people don't remember it, but I came in at the tail end of it when you guys were doing tough crowd, the tail end of tough crowd, when that still was a thing. And uh, you had to go take your beatings, man. Even new new people, like, who's this guy? Who's this? Like, it was very, like, who's this guy? Who is he? Oh, yeah. What is he doing? Is he any good? Does he stink? It's, like, very yeah. confrontational. And that's all gone now. Yeah, now it's, now it's just. <laughs> you froze. You froze on me. What did you say? I said, now it's just pleasant. Yeah, now it's no. just nice conversation about making it, which we all love. <laughs> um, no, but it's I like I, like coming up here now. All the comics, you know, uh, Yam's up here. Uh, Big J's hosting. Um, uh, Liza's up here. I just bumped into Rosebud. Um, a lot of female comedians too. Back yeah. back in that tail end, there wasn't as many female comedians funny. Right. female comedians as there are now right. i mean dude, the nasty show is half and half it's half oh, yeah. female half uh male which yeah i've never been a part of it and and these broads are killing it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um funny fucking shit but it's um like i was saying before though like me and you and all they just ask us to do it now we either do montreal we don't we don't yeah. get it right you know right. um right. When they like, when they give me a year off, I'm not like hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're probably on the road anyway. You're working anyway. Yeah. But when was that? Uh, when was that? Faces ten years in. Ten years. I did new faces ten years in. You know why that was? Yeah, because I had an old face <laughs> at the time. They're like, we need an old face for new faces. Different is better. Different, different <laughs> is better. <laughs> same different same this is something this is nothing this is something this is nothing go get me a double cappuccino <laughs> dude i uh i never did new faces you know that right no i did not know that oh boy did jeff singer not like bob kelly <laughs> jeff singer you know that guy he's such a pleasant guy he uh yeah, he's a superstar in the business. Uh, he did not like me, dude. He did not like me. 
he tried to get me. He would never like want me on Tough Crowd either. Colin would be like, "Get Bob Kelly on." He'd be telling me I wasn't available. <laughs> I, I lived. How much I lived, does he hate you? Where you make up lies? It's like he's got a christening. Dude, I lived three blocks from where they taped Tough Crowd. That's hilarious. I mean, literally three blocks away. You're like, yeah, he's not available. Colin would call me. When I like, dude, when do I do the show? They said you weren't available. I'm like, what are you fight, dude? I have nothing in my career except this. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny too because then you, you guys got all a bump from a, a tough crowd, which was the thing at the time. Everybody like it was like it was not only a, um, I don't know if it was a commercial success of a show, but uh, all the comics looked at it like, oh my god, this is it, this is the show, man. It was, dude. If you look back, like I started watching them recently, dude, they were fucked up. I couldn't, we'd all be done. If that was aired today, dude. Yeah. I mean, go back and listen to it. It's it's crazy. Crazy. It's the first what, podcast, I mean, basically. The first podcast. Dude, what Colin would say, I mean, dude, in his monologue, DePaulo, Patrice, it was nuts. Go yeah. they're on YouTube. I don't even know how they're on YouTube without getting taken. <laughs> Uh, but it was all, it was so funny. If you, if you, I rewatched them, they're so brutal and uncomfortable, which I love. Yeah. They have these moments where certain comics would just fucking bomb. Yeah. That's, that's rough to bomb there. I'll tell you what I was, uh, I was, uh, best man in big J's wedding. And that was nerve wracking. Like doing the speech, doing the wedding speech. In front of all the all, all of you guys, it's like that's uh, that was nerve wracking. It's like I'm gonna bomb on a, a very touching, emotional speech. Yeah, I, I'm at the other end of it now because I'm older than you. I'm worried about the funerals of my friends. <laughs> I'm gonna have to speak at Voss's dumb funeral, and Bonnie's, <laughs> Bonnie's gonna go up and kill after and get a deal. <laughs> Rain is rain is gonna murder. <laughs> rain is gonna. That's rain her is, new faces. Rain is gonna murder in front of me, and I'm just gonna take a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you doing Skankfest? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing it. I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, I know what they're doing. It. I'm excited. This one's gonna be great because you know where it's taking place. Yeah, Vegas. No, 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 but where in Vegas? Oh, I don't know. No. Dude, I thought so about I thought about just doubling up and like do that and then ask to do the comedy cellar, but I'm like, that do I want to be there for two weeks? Why not? Who gives a fuck? I don't September, know. September, hot, nice. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. Work on your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Bobby, why, why are you chewing gum right now? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I'll tell you why. Because I had this protein shake and it tastes like I sucked a mule off. <laughs> um, and then I needed something to get it up. But thank you, Mush. I appreciate you being a good little producer. I mean, passive aggressively, a little bit. You could have sent a, a text message to my phone, a private <laughs> message to the thing. You could have fucking uh, called me. What's happening? What's going on? Robbie, it's call out <laughs> culture now. These kids are calling you out. And I'm calling Mikey a kid. He's call he's call out culture. Yeah. They call you out. It and then that's the thing from the podcast that he'll post. It'll go viral. Yeah, right. And he'll be. And, but he'll make all the fans. Yes, 
Yes, and I'll I'll wind up on fucking Red Bar. Listen, um, <laughs> look at this asshole. He's a fucking nothing. I've been saying that for years. Uh, yes, voice in my head. Um, uh, dude, so Skankfest is on Fremont Street at the end. So at the one end's the plaza and the hotel and all that shit. You yeah. walk down Fremont Street, it was a fucking, it's a freak fest anyways. And at the end, they have all this place with all these little theaters. I think it was like an old movie theater that never made it, you know, with all the cineplexes inside. Yeah. They made all that space into usable theater space for shows. So, and then there's a, there's a whole upstairs outside venue, dude. It's going to be fucking, Vegas Skank Fest is going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. And is everything is right there. Can you walk to the strip? Can you walk to the other place? You can to the main. You, dude, fuck the main strip. I mean, you you take a cab. You can't walk to it. Yeah. But Fremont Street's the place to be, dude. All casinos for they got twenty five cent roulette. Dude, they got all the uh, side shows. They got rock. They got all this free shit happening. It's cheaper than the strip. The strip now is a fucking discotheque for Paris Hilton. It's yeah, all yeah. bullshit, dude. It's 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 packed traffic, a bunch of assholes in evening gowns and fucking Rolexes. Fuck them. Yeah. I'm telling you. Fremont Street, last time I was there, I, I did the plaza. Uh, there's a comedy club in the plaza. Tommy, what's his name, does it from uh, Comedy Works. It was the best time I had in Vegas. And then I'm thinking about going over to... Um, I'm thinking about going over to uh, the cellar after that and doing the week there too, or at least a half a week. Yeah, that might be the yeah. move. That Fuck might be yeah. the move. Get them to pay for it, make a little more cash. Yeah, because you're already out there. Time. But then I was asking some people and they were like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be out there for that long. That's that's true too. But you're so far, that's such a long, anywhere out West, man, it's such a long, I feel like it's a long flight. The flight yeah. is brutal and long and... uh well, it's not Whatever. fucking Australia. It's a four and a half hour flight. Yeah, but it's anything like that. I try to go a day early if I can. Right. You try to go a day early. But um, I'm going to uh, Italy, um, August 3rd, Italy, uh, Turkey for the troops, Armed Forces Entertainment. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So Italy, Portugal, and uh, Turkey. Where in Italy? Um. I don't know wherever the base is. I'm not sure. It's uh, near Venice, I think. But um, we go to Turkey and Portugal first, then come back. And then um, I'm going to meet Katie over in uh, Rome for uh, five days. We're going to just spend five days in Rome. Oh, that's great. You got the hotel and everything all set up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I get the place. I get the place you take it for dinner. Oh, you got it? The best copy. Yeah, Liz gave it. Better than Mateo? It's, I think it's probably Mateo what he gave me too. Okay. Mateo and Liz gave me this carbonara place. Yeah. It was the best. It was Cassia Pepe and Carbonara. I, I oh, fucking yeah. the, Katie it. already mentioned it. Yeah. She, I think she mentioned that one because she, yeah, she made all the reservations. She made all the, to- we're doing tours. Like, uh, I'm on a schedule when I get there. I know. Isn't that nuts? You got to go somewhere with them. They fucking, they're like Magellan. They got to discover everything. You can't just, oh, look at oh, it. Oh, look at the homemade. The oh. Irish can't do it like that, Bobby. I'm sorry oh. to put you on put you on blast. <laughs> I'm half Italian. Hey, I didn't know that. Oh, I yeah. knew I liked. I knew there was a reason. <laughs> I knew there was a. 
but I'll tell you something really about half Italian, half Irish. It's such a, uh, it feels like a common thing, but uh, I don't know if I said this before, so I'm sorry to your fans who are probably going to call me out in the comments, but the best wrestlers were always Italian, Irish, or Italian, German. They were always Italian and something else. And the Irish, they, you need something to, and I think Metzger has that great joke. You need something to cut your jeans. It's like too much of one thing. Yeah. It's like you get hunched over. We, like my family, we were all 100%. It, we look like little apes, you know? And then my cousin is half Scott Irish and he's like, he's taller than us. His cheekbones are more chiseled than us. It's like, he's like the perfect, because his jeans were cut. The rest of us look like, we're, we're like yeah. uh, gorillas. It's like the end of, of uh, the end of Apocalypto made made Giselle. You know what I mean? You had those little Apocalypto people that knew how to fight and they were scrappy. And then you had those Spaniards come over with nice helmets. They were a little taller with blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. And they fucked a couple of things. And then whoop, there's J-Lo. Yeah. Yeah. I think Kurt's joke was, Kurt was like, yeah, maybe that's why you maybe uh, get some other races involved so you don't look like boiled ham. <laughs> Kurt was so good. He goes, everybody, everybody in your family looks like boiled ham. Mix it up a little. Cut the racism. Mix it up. Oh God, that's such a good fucking joke. What a great premise. Mix it up. <laughs> that's awesome. You're going with uh, Katie to Rome. Yeah. Now, when you do the troop thing, who are you going with? Kyle Casio. Do you know her? No. Uh, she's funny. She's good people. Uh, Carmen Lynch. I know you know her. Love Carmen. Carmen's great. And Louis Katz, who I love. I love Louis too. Yeah, man, he's the best. Yeah, that's great, man. And uh, well, let me ask a question: Are you doing like one base a day, or or? Yeah, we moved pretty fast. We moved. I think you know they were late giving us. He just. I was looking at the plane tickets right before I logged on, but it's like, it's like we move pretty fast. It's like two days in one spot and then you fly, then two days and then you fly and then two days and then you fly and then we're done. And then it's like, we're doing five days just in Rome, but we're going to, you know, obviously hustle and get around. I'll tell you what really helps is this speaks to Joe. It speaks to you. It likes, and I didn't realize it cause I'm, I was stupid cause I didn't have an, I wasn't an alcoholic, but I stopped drinking and really, it really opened up a lot in terms of like efficiency during the day, feeling good, getting stuff done. It's like, I didn't think about, you know, you don't realize that when you're drinking. And like I said, I wasn't like Dan or Joe, like they, those guys were like really alcoholic. Like they would drink, 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 drink. I just would binge drink. But yeah. I'll tell you what, man, the difference is un. I can't even believe it. I couldn't, I mean, I've been sober for 36 years, but I could not, be, I wouldn't be able, I can't imagine having to get up and do radio after drinking all night long and doing drugs and smoking weed and cigarettes and, and then just getting up at six <laughs> to go do radio. I mean, I applaud those fucking dudes. I mean, that's, that's a young man's game, man. I remember I used to, in, in college, I went home from college and I would uh, go out and get drunk until like three in the morning, cr crash, and then wake up and go work construction at six. Fuck, man. Yeah, that was nasty, man. It's just nasty. Like, you smelled like booze. The other guys you're working with go, you smell like booze. You're Ugh. just sweating it out. It was in Florida, too. It was just like, you're sweating booze out. You know, I look back, and I know I was young when I drank. Alcohol tasted like shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you've ever had, like, a like an orange soda <laughs> or a, 
uh, a fucking uh, a white and black shake from yeah. Shake Jack, and then a beer. You're like, fucking what? <laughs> yeah. You know, the only benefit is that it fucking makes you dizzy and fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that. I remember the feeling like a, a can of courage. You know, I used to get fucked. I would always be afraid of shit, right. and then I would drink, and my fears would go away, and yeah. I get cocky. Yeah. <laughs> I wound up with a stick across my head or in a fucking upside down the bush. <laughs> yeah, you immediately lose your inhibitions and uh it's 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 nuts. But yeah. I mean you did it for far too long. You caught it early at least. But I mean, like I said, like it wasn't it wasn't to the point where it's like, oh, you have a problem, you need to stop. It's just like, hey man, is this serving you in any way? And that's me to myself. Like yeah. during the pandemic, I'm getting hammered on the porch. I'm just getting I'm drunk on the porch. I'm like, my girl's inside cooking. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what what exactly am I doing? I'm getting hammered for no reason. I with no company. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just watching people walk by, listening to music, getting hammered. Like, what am I getting? What am I accomplishing here? <laughs> Bananas. You didn't go in and hit Katie, did you? No. Where's the meal? <laughs> I was more passive aggressive. It's like, this is what dinner is. <laughs> Look, huh? 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 This is something. This is nothing. This is something. This is nothing. This is something. <laughs> this is nothing. She learned um, to cook. Um, she was she was already pretty, she was a good cook, you know. But yeah, she went yeah. on TikTok and she does recipes. She's so smart. Like she's really, I really have respect for intelligence, man. People who are intelligent can really break things down and they can just like take any problem and kind of just work through it. Like I need experience and I need to fail a bunch of times and I need right. to really hurt in order to like figure it out and get back. It's like, there's all this emotion involved and like yeah. failing and like fuck and going back and trying it again. It's like smart people are like, no, okay, this, they just do, they just problem solve it and figure it out. She learns to cook from TikTok recipes and she just makes like, she's like, yeah, I tried this from TikTok. I'll eat it. I'll like, this is better than anything I've ever had in my life. It's insane. Like, how good is this? She's like, yeah. Picked it up on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, she's basically a gourmet cook from TikTok. <laughs> but have you ever you but have you ever tried to do that? I can't do look, I have a thing. I'm I'm not gonna disguise it because I'm doing it in my act now, but it's it's a thing where it's like she has she has better days. Smart people have better days because they just go through and solve problems and they there's there's a certain confidence that builds. I have, but at night, the smart people, their big brain turns on them and goes, you're not enough. Why aren't you enough? Why aren't you enough? And then they, they're up all night. Me, I have the opposite. I have frustrating days, but at night, I'll just lay in bed and look at the ceiling and be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't overthink it. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <sighs> Are you not as smart as Katie? I'm not as smart as her. No way. No fucking yeah. way. And I would like, and I, that's not me downing myself. I, I'm smart and in my own way and stuff, but it's like, I, I'm not like her. Like she can, she looks at a problem and figures it out. 
Right. Yeah, without all the ah, fucking call somebody, and I gotta call somebody, and like I think I don't think you're understanding because you're like that, like you. Like you figure all this stuff out, build your own shed and put things together. It's like you're never kind of stumped by anything where you're just beating your head against the fucking thing. It's like you just figure it out. Like you're smart. You figure it out. She figures it out. Like I have to go through all of this because I think it's I don't know if you had a stepfather that was good or you just have a bigger brain or something. But like my father would just fucking melt down. He would just melt down and it wouldn't get solved. We'd have to call somebody. What do you mean? Like, give me an example. The TV. The TV was broken. We put a smaller TV in front, on top of the broken TV until we could fix the broken TV. And then my father would tell my brother, like, get me a hammer. And my even at that age, my brother was like, it's a TV. Like, a hammer is not going to, this is going to end badly. And then my father would tap it around and then start to lose it. And then give, he would do the personification thing where you give the broken TV emotions like it's against you, like it's alive. And then he would fucking beat the TV. He'd just be what a mess. What do you mean it's alive? What are you talking about? He would get mad at the TV. He would get mad at the bro- whatever broken object. He would get mad and would give it human characteristics. Any like rational what? person knows that the TV is not against you. <laughs> <laughs> My father would just lose. He'd just unravel. Right. And I'm not sure, I mean, God rest his soul, he had a lot of good qualities, but that was, uh, that's what I saw growing up. That's fucking funny, dude. I wish I, I want to meet your dad. (laughs) I melt down too. I'm trying not to melt down because I'm, I'm 51 now. Yeah, but how do you do all the shit that you do? Like, how do you figure, you have all this stuff, like, it's like pretty, um, not that easy to figure out. Everything, like my wife said to me one day. We went to a bookshelf, like a cabinet store, like a furniture store. She wanted this certain bookshelf for Max's room. And there were $800, $900 for these fucking real wood bookshelves. So I looked at it. And I looked at the back and the front. And I turned it around. I go, I'll build it. And she's like, what? And I was just like, I'll build this. So you can build it. I know exactly what this is. I went on YouTube. I typed in building a bookshelf. There was some fat dude with an iPhone and there was these certain things that you use. Like a, it's a, it's a, a thing you clamp onto the board and it sinks in a hole so you can get the screw in and it goes away. And yeah. I don't even know the fucking name of it, but I just went and bought one. And then in uh, two days I built this amazing bookshelf, six foot tall. Uh, like she said the same thing for uh, Max. She goes, I want him to have a science lab. I want a fold-up table. I want shelves inside. I want the top, the, the sides to be magnet so we can put magnet stuff on it. So I just, I just went and I learned how to build a box with wood. And then I put a folding shelf on it and I carved his name in it, Max, like that's, so that we open that's it ins- That's insanity. That's insanity what you're describing. What? First step, I would have been stumped. Where it's like, I got to go get this clamp. It's like, I don't know if it's the right clamp. I don't know what we're doing. Like, what's the clamp? And then I would get the wrong clamp. And then I'll be like, that's, and then it would be a week. And then somebody would go, well, that's the wrong clamp. I was like, well, now I'm back, set back a week. And I'm still, have no momentum going into this project. Plus, I got 50 other things that are happening that I need. It's like, there you go. This and this. It's like, yeah, it's it's problem solving. See, everybody, everybody shits on math. Everybody goes, why am I doing this? 
Right. What's the point of math? Like, what's the yeah. point of math? And it's like, yeah, it's not the actual math that matters. It's the how to go from one step to another step and get the correct answer. That's what the point of math is. Right. But you could do that. It's there's dumber people on YouTube teaching you how to do the thing you want to do. Like when I wanted to learn about like the woods, <clears throat> I followed these two, a fat Jewish guy and a thin Jewish guy with eczema all over his hands. And I just watched their dumb videos. And there were two fucking just shit people in the woods. <laughs> and I just was like, oh, okay. And I listened to what they did. And then I went to another one and another one. And then I went out in the woods. If like I'm like, if these eczema fucking little diddles can go out in the fucking woods, I can. I like how this took an anti-Semitic term. <laughs> no, I'm a fan. These two Jews go into the woods. And I'm like, hey, if these... If these if these Ari Shafirs can go in the woods, <laughs> these guys they got eczema, they're allergic to everything. I could do it. We had to be we had to set up tent by fucking sundown. <laughs> um, we couldn't use flashlights. <laughs> no, dude, I'm just saying that did take a, a Boston uh, undercover anti-Semitic turn. I apologize about that. <laughs> You're apologize. That's right. I think we should do now. It's like right when you say the thing, apologize for it. Don't wait for it to people get outraged. Just no. do it, and then like, and then when they play the clip, you go, "But I apologize right after." And here's my clip. Yes. Of the apology. Yes, I apologize. That did take an anti-Semitic turn, <laughs> but in a, in a funny way. But I do no, apologize. That's the start of a of a of a joke. There's two Jews in the woods. Okay, I'm listening. One of them has eczema. One of them's fat. Uh, is Ari um, up there? No, Ari's not up here. No. Um, it's it's the 40th anniversary, but it's scaled back a little, dude. Like you didn't even get a welcome bag. Oh wow! Like you didn't even get like a notebook or a just for laughs hat or whatever. They were like, "We look at, we've been gone for two years. We don't get the cash for that." Oh, I thought they were did COVID. Like we're afraid for you to touch anything. Now they're not that bad with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the hotels, it's a double trees now. Um, Where was it, it? Where was it that big lounge that we always used to get that bar? The circle bar. That's gone. Oh, it's wow. A, it's a restaurant now. It's like a breakfast place. Wow. Where does everybody um, hang out? Well, well, no one's been up here. Everybody's coming up today. So I don't know. I think mm -hmm. they might try to take that restaurant and make it a little hangout place. But, uh, I don't know. It's 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 kind of not as crazy with people as it usually is. What's the first year back, right? First year back in two years. Wow. 40th anniversary. And I think that uh, this year it's a little scaled back. But, yeah, and it's a whole different hotel. This hotel's nuts. The elevators are fire. They got one elevator going upstairs, okay? Mm -hmm. One of the elevators work. And then you got to wait for the other elevators. So it gets nuts. Like there's one elevator that's supposed to bring, you have to go up a floor and then go to another elevator oh, bank man. to go up to the next floor. You really got to want to leave your room. Right. You got to want it. Yeah. Um, I've been walking every day. Though. I've been walking around. This, this city is awesome though. It I is love great. City. It is great. It's a great time. Who um who are some like is Chappelle there? Is like who are the like main? 
I'm doing, Russell Peters is up here. Um, Burr's doing the. It's so funny. I remember being up with here with Burr. I don't know, five six years ago, maybe a little longer, maybe seven years ago, and him, me, and him sitting out in front, and they have those big, like signs with all the shows and the people on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And they're beautiful, perfect little headshots. And uh, and Burr wasn't on the fucking post. Like, he had his own show. Yeah. And he wasn't even on the fucking. He was like, they don't put my fucking face up here. <laughs> they didn't fucking. And he was, I remember, and I was pissed too, because I wasn't on it. And he was, we were doing the um, the the cheat show. Up here, we were doing we were doing the cheat thing at the uh, they have the tr transsexual strip club, right. Cleopatra, mm -hmm. and um, we would do our show. We do stand up, and we show we'd show the movie, or we'd show the movie and then do stand up and then do a Q and A. It was a cool little show we did, and then uh, he had his own hour up here, right? You know, and um, they didn't have his face on the fucking poster. That's great. Now he's playing the Bell Center. <laughs> Ah, that's fantastic. Is that fucking crazy? That's a great story, man. That's I love those. I love that. I love those kind of stories. Cause that Hang means on one sec. somebody's in at the door. Hang on one sec, okay? Right. Mike, just take over. I'll be right back. Okay. So Mike, how are you? Mikey. Mike. Nicole. Hey. Hey. Here. What's How up? How are you doing? What happened I'm to Mike? Good. Did he leave? I don't know. I'm getting concerned. Are you guys in New York? Uh, yes, I am. He might be in Texas. Oh, wow. Do you do comedy, Nicole? I do not. I just push no. the buttons, but having a lot of fun doing that. All right. So you are you in the um, village? Uh, well, that's where I work, but I'm doing this from home. And wow. I've moved to Jersey City, so. How's that? I got a friend who lives in Jersey City. He likes it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Definitely less expensive. Yeah. A little less spooky from time to time. You got that path that runs on the hour, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, big fan of that. Cleaner than the subway. Less scary. Where were you living? I was in Brooklyn. I was in Bushwick and mm. Bed-Stuy, kind of in that area for a few years. But then I came over here. Was it rough? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's even like, weirdly enough, I had less weird experiences than I have outside of even just the cellar. Like, I got punched outside the cellar the other day. Yeah, you did. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Like, how, scary. um, how, what happened? <laughs> Thanks that for seems that. like a great, that seems like there's a story there. Not, I mean, I wish there was. I was just walking and some guy carrying a Razor scooter just drilled me in the arm, fully unloaded on me. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. So did he did he run away or did he did he stand he did he stand there and wait for you to fire back? I don't I don't know because I just kept walking in silence. I didn't know what to do. I which people have told me that was probably the right thing to do to just not address it. Yeah. And keep going. Otherwise, maybe he would have flipped out. But. Yeah, I just kept walking, and I was like, I'm just not going to turn around. I'm going to keep walking towards this crowd of people, and hopefully he's so not he chasing after by me. So he walked by you and punched you in the arm? Yes, like we were passing each other. Yes. But he and just looked like a normal dude. Like he had kind of shoulder-length, beachy waves, hair, and sunglasses. Yeah. Like looked like he was probably from Williamsburg. 
That's and then not... he just punched me. Yeah. You got fucking no. punched? <laughs> yeah. Literally after our show, I left and I got punched. Like I walked outside and got punched. Outside of Ben's. What what did the guy do? I'm sorry. I, I just heard this. <laughs> I, nothing. I just got punched. Like there's what, no where did backstory he punch you? in my arm. Like shoulder. Did he know you? Was it like, what's up, Nikkei? No, he didn't know me. He literally gave me a dead arm and punched me. And did and you just kept walking? Yeah, I didn't know what to do. I mean, I didn't want to be like, what the fuck? And then him just start unloading on me. But this was in broad daylight also. It was in the middle of the day. Was he a homeless person or a skateboard kid? or? He didn't look like it. He was carrying a Razor scooter. And he just looked like a normal dude. And then he dropped the scooter. And I started to get like a weird energy. And then when I walked past him, he just punched me as hard as he could. Did but we were pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody said anything. It was very odd, but we were standing pretty close to each other, like a foot away. So I think if I were any farther away from him, it probably would have done some damage. But it was a little kind of like rock'em, sock'em, teeny punch because we were so close. What do you do? I mean, New York is fucking nuts, man. That's nuts, especially that area is like uh, it's got that it's got that frantic energy, too. That like the village is it, it has that unstable like you never know what's gonna happen energy. Yeah, dude, and the homeless are fucking. You heard what happened to Mike Feeney? The guy opened his car and leaned in. It was like I'm not a threat. Like leaned but in. That is threatening. But that is. Th- I hate to point it out to the fans, but that's threatening. <laughs> I mean, I wish you were there. <laughs> On my podcast, I like to talk to the fans like they're just no, they're low functioning i go and that and that actually is like let me make it clear for you guys that is threatening fat jc i'm sorry for punching you (laughs) he had a lot of scooter stress that day (laughs) but nicole you're an athlete right you could have like squared off on him and like you know leaned into it i don't know about that i played women's lacrosse so i don't know don't say women's like it's less than men's lacrosse that's lacrosse well there's no contact in women's yeah and they don't have to wear a helmet dude that's how much there's no contact (laughs) they just wear goggles and a chest plate so i'm trying to build you up nicole you train (laughs) you're a trained athlete i used to be she's no good without the stick and I got punched by a grown man. Like, I don't know. I appreciate you trying to build me up here, but yeah. I'm how, four foot 11. <laughs> how old is he, Nicole? If I had to guess, yeah. probably like early 30s. No, I want you to go back and investigate and find out for real. <laughs> well, Bobby, I mean, this is where I start because I have an investigatory podcast. I hate, I know it's not plugs, but I have an investigations podcast and I want to look into this. I think it's probably somebody you dated, Nicole. And that there's some animosity there. And it's like you saw your lover on the street kind of a thing. And you refuse to acknowledge you. Maybe you've blocked the whole thing out of your mind. But it's yeah. still fresh in his mind. You kicking him out. So not that there's yeah. any excuse to hit a woman. Let me make that well, clear for the bloggers. That's true. That's true. But if you are going to hit a woman in the shoulder, it's probably the best place to hit them. Right, Mike? Yeah, walking by with no relationship. Like maybe he was mad at his girlfriend. You resemble her. And it's yeah. like, well, you know, if I if I hit my girlfriend, people are going to put that together. I'm going to end up in jail. So let me just hit somebody know. else's girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Hit somebody else's girlfriend. Because 
if you look at it like this, Mike, he he was sad. He didn't hit his girl, so that was good. He hit Nicole. She went home and told her boyfriend. Her boyfriend showed her love. Well, I mean, what her boyfriend? But he really didn't. Like, I told him about it, and then he didn't ask about it until the next day when he was walking out the door. He was like, wait, so you got punched yesterday? What happened? Like, it was nothing. Oh, my God. Well, maybe if he somebody... didn't show you love because he was trying to show you karate, something that you could use <laughs> to defend yourself, Nicole. Hey, Nancy Kerrigan. Nikki. <laughs> he Nancy Kerrigan, Nikki. He, she really got fucking whacked right in the arm. Did you say ow? No, I literally said nothing. I didn't even turn to him, which is part because I'm very passive, but also because I was like, if I even look at this person, he's going to just deck me, I think. I thought and you were going to you... say it was because you could take a punch. Yeah. I thought that's I, what I you didn't want to just I, outwardly I just brag. With it. Hey, Mike. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> this is something. This is nothing. This is something. This is nothing. <sighs> it's my favorite thing. What, uh, what is your new podcast about, by the way? It's investigations. It's a fake investigations podcast. We just do, um, we investigate certain things in the news, but uh, we make sure that uh, I get the comp, I get people on. I'd love to have you on. I just know you're busy. So I try not to pressure my more successful friends. I try not to um, guilt them into coming on. But um, I, I, uh, we just go through topics and investigate them, deeply investigate them. Real, like real, I know it's fake, but is it real investigations? It's um, whatever topics are, what's going on in that. Like that we're, we're covering stuff that no one is covering on podcasts, baby formula shortage. People have kind of let that go in the news. And that's a, yeah. that's a point for me. It's like, we go after it. It's like, why can't women breastfeed? Well, women are astronauts now. They can't get out of the suit to breastfeed and they get back into the suit and be in space. They can't do two things. We need the baby formula. What's the hold up with the baby formula? Like we're constantly asking questions. We're going after it. Well, can I can I send something your way for maybe your show? You maybe you can start up a little bit now. Choco tacos are getting discontinued. Why? Chocolate tacos. Choco tacos. Oh, what is uh, that's a brand? Nicole, can you bring up a choco taco? I'm surprised neither of you know what it is. It's like a staple of the ice cream truck. But I'll bring up a picture for you. I know what it is now. I it's it's a it's a it's a it's, a, it's an ice cream taco. Oh, wow. It's a Choco Taco, and they're not making them anymore. There's what? something up with that. Who doesn't make a successful treat? Look it. Well, it's cultural appropriations. You're taking something Mexican, and you're profiting off of it. It's appropriations. <laughs> I know, diabetes is pretty Mexican, too. Oh, Mike's back. And that's from a Suarez. From this, <laughs> Mike is from the Suarez cartel. Yes, yes, that's his uncle. His uncle. Hey, that's crazy. I didn't know that ex even existed. I want to. It's they're out of. Uh, yeah, I will investigate that. First of all, we have to explain to. I have to explain to my fans what Choco Taco is. They probably know because they overeat. But um, I like to explain it and then look into it. But um, do you know outside of the cellar on West Fourth, right next to the basketball courts, there's a food truck that makes pasta. I'm dying to try it. You're gonna try. Pasta out of a food truck. Yes. Is it fresh pasta? I have no idea. It's just that they're selling it for like the price. So it's like $14.95 or something. 
but it's like just you get off a sweaty subway that's not my first inclination it's like i could go for some rigatoni right now <laughs> but uh i do want to try it just i want to give it a shot you know i did that one night i'm such a, a fat bastard one night i left the cellar every food truck i saw all the way up to 37th street i stopped and got something off of that's a show man i'm i'm sorry to i'm sorry to pigeonhole you into like a network thing but that's a show uh, bobby eats good. just you leaving a, the seller hungry and just hitting every spot that you can and you're taking a little nibble of everything and then you're like yep. giving it a thumbs up or like no this is terrible it's like get you know you're in the uh well the problem with me you're in montreal that's something yeah. we can network with, Bobby. I'd like a producer credit, but it's like something <laughs> that we could network. One bite, Bobby. Yes. Bite. Oh, there you Word. go. One I bite, Bobby. That's a great one name. Bite, one bite, Bobby. I take one bite and I say yes or nay. Right. And then if we want to make it into a movie, you run into Nicole. She's just been hit. And then you form a vigilante team of me, Suarez, and maybe two or three other guys. And then we go after him. Right. If and you want to turn it into like a Charles Bronson type thing. And we beat him with his metal scooter. Not <laughs> not because he hit Nicole, because he's over 13 and he has a metal scooter. <laughs> 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 let me tell you, let me ask you a question. And I, I need your opinion because I, I don't want to be mad about this. Um, uh oh. And then we have questions for you. I have questions for you. I want to do plugs for you. Where are you at, by the way? Let's do, I like doing plugs in the middle, like we, so people get, we sneak them in. Where are you yeah, at? Yeah, you get stuck with us. Yeah. Um, I'm in New York right now. I'm in my apartment. No. <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> my actor's breathing before you where are you got where are you gonna be do you got any plugs what's your plugs your podcast what's um, your podcast where is it uh, mike vecchione investigates mbi mike vecchione investigates i think mbi will not bring you to it but mike vecchione investigates we're trying to figure out a different way to market it as my name is hard to spell but they can i'm sure it's going to be in the links i'm sure nicole will do that if she knows what's good for her right she won't get hit um, again <laughs> Mike Vecchione investigates is my podcast. And, uh, if you, I really need listeners, I'd work hard on it and, uh, I try to bring, uh, guests on the more of the up and coming guys, people at the cellar, you know, because they're just trying to do podcasts and trying to get up and, uh, they're not as busy as like our friends who are out like yeah. on the road. Well, that's, that's how, you, that's how you get viewers is you have the new guys on that don't have yeah. many viewers. Right. And you, that's how you get more viewers. Well, you give them a, we need to give them a platform. Yes. So, um, Mike Vecchione investigates MikeVecchione.com for dates. And I'm in Austin doing a corporate for the, uh, Texas truckers association, which I can't wait for on the 27th. So flying in a little bit early, I'm going to, um, do the Texas truckers association, fly home and then fly overseas. And you're doing the troops. The troops. The yeah. I because, mean, those are the best shows you'll ever do. I mean, yeah. and when I look back on, hey, what were the best? It was doing shows for the troops. Right. Nothing like it. When they come up to you after the show yeah. and yeah. say thank you, it's the most genuine thank you I've ever gotten in my life. They're just so happy to see American comedy right. and laugh. 
Yeah, you know? they really need it. And it's uh, let me clarify for the fans. It's our troops. Yes. It's it's not, you want to do people get that confused they're like um wait a second no it's our troops so yeah that'll be fun uh oh i have an hour that i taped in nashville where the tail end of editing directed by nate bargazzi an 800 pound gorilla so it should be out soon so look for it i we don't have a platform we're going to try to sell it it's clean it's uh but it's still a good you know it's it's you're one of the best, man. I was talking to somebody. You're a technician. You're a fucking technician. You you you're hardworking. You remind me of Nate, um, just Italian instead of a fucking uh, gray-haired redneck. Yeah. Uh, very funny. And the fact that you got a clean album, it's going to be everywhere. That's a good, a good idea, man. That's great. Needed something, something different. You know, you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm just. To, I'm running over. I need to do something a little bit different. So hopefully it opens up new audience. It'll be a niche. Hopefully we can sell it to Netflix. If we can't, then uh, it'll be on YouTube. But uh, look for it if uh, you're a fan, a comedy fan. I know your people are hardcore comedy fans. So please yeah. look for it. It'll be out um, hopefully pretty soon. Or at the Good. tail end of editing. So yeah, one one of the one of the best ones. Don't ever say tail end of anything ever again. <laughs> um, just say we're almost done. We're I uh, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tail end. Uh, <laughs> you're not, you're not finishing a new car. You're not doing a custom job on a Chevy. Dude, we're at the tail end of this fucking Chevy. Um, so I'm, I'm at the gym today, right? Yeah. I'm going to the gym a lot. Nice. And I go to the gym and I'm working out. I'm doing my thing. And there's a couple of comedians there, younger people. I don't know who the fuck they are, but they're younger, right? Right. And they're on the treadmill. I'm doing weights because, you know, I'm a man. And uh, that's what men do. You know, running's for, you know, women. Uh, <laughs> women and old men. Um, so anyways, I look over. This kid's on the thing running, sweating. All of a sudden, he just gets off and leaves. No wipe down? And I'm like, hey. I, I literally, at the last, I'm like, hey. But I didn't catch him. You know? Yeah. So I go over, I, I grab, and I, I go to get the stuff and I wipe it down. I get a bunch of baby wipes and I wipe it down. It's like, right. so I look over at this other kid, this other should drool gets off the thing and just walks out. And I, and I, and I, I was like, Hey, and he leaves too. I don't catch him. I'm like, well, who the fuck raised you? That's parenting. In my eyes, that's fucking your shit parents. Yeah. Never made you clean up a fucking thing in your life. Right. You just walk away from shit and expect some minion, some Gunga Din, some fucking someone beneath you to clean up your fucking sweat. And these are the same people that would yell at you during COVID if you didn't have a mask on. Right, right. Your nose was sticking out. Right. Or if you didn't get your fucking stupid booster ooster, right? These are the same people that scream at you during now they're the sweat. Now that they, they get the okay, you sweat and dribble. Clean your fucking. I, I'm telling. Giannis came in after. I go. If I find these people, I'm gonna have to tell them. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna have to vigilante these guys and just go, dude. Wipe your sweat up. It's not yeah, only, I think you gotta because they're younger comics, Bobby, and they'll probably look up to you. And you gotta look, go over to them and go. Can I get five minutes? Can I get? 
Um, or do you think I should not say anything? No, 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 no. You definitely should say something. Just no. out of curiosity. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna placate. They, they're gonna, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna, um, you know, because they know you. Like whatever. They, they know you, so they're gonna be like, probably, you know, uh, very conciliatory about it. But what do you think of the other way, where it's like, after you touch anything, you wipe off everything? Yeah, I think you're a psycho too. Yeah, you're a psycho both ways. A hundred percent. But you you sweat on the treadmill for a little bit. You go get the spray bottle. You wipe it down. Right. Nobody needs to touch your whatever the fuck, whatever you ate and drank and then just came out of your pores onto a fuck. I don't want that. Whatever that is. I don't need that. And I'm not a germaphobe. I don't give a shit. Right. I I dropped a tomato rug in the hotel room, picked it up, I ate it. Five second rule. Yeah. The five second rule. I'm talking right in the chair spot where most guys masturbate in this position. I mean, there's a there's a lot of jizz on this floor. You there's a I mean? lot of jizz on the floor, but it just shows that you're not afraid of monkeypox. Maybe that's the no. vaccine. Oh, monkeypox. Yuck. I'm afraid of monkeypox, dude. You know, it looks bad. You yeah, you can't go anywhere with monkeypox, dude. Like COVID, <laughs> you can sneak out, but like, no, it's just a cold. Monkeypox. You got monkeypox? No. Just your fucking bubbled hand. Yeah. Well. As you as you're holding the mic, as you grab the mic, all the bubbles pop and splash into the <laughs> oh, man. Monkey. Right, listen, I, I got questions for you from the fans right sure. now. You 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 we're gonna wrap this up. Um fucking man, it's good to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a while. You too, buddy. And I'm glad I got to um Congratulate you! It's a really a great job, man. Really, I, I was the whole project was unbelievable. I thought Tony V was great. I thought Nick was great. You were unbelievable, and uh, the way it came together was really nice. And the thing is, you don't see. I know it's been said before, but and the Q and A was very funny, also because you guys were all hilarious. But you don't see stuff like that in movies anymore. Like I don't know what the critics are saying, but it's uh, like I was talking to Sarah and Joe because I was in Chicago and they were in, promoting it in Chicago, and it's like. What's the criticism of the movie? It's very touching. It's like very heartfelt. It's funny. It's like the only criticism is uh, there weren't enough Marvel superhero characters in it. I would have yeah. liked to see Iron Man make an appearance at the family barbecue. Somebody, I mean, somebody could have flew in, right? Or or swung in or something. There Maybe wasn't enough movie. Wonder Women there. No, there was not. You're right. Um, I got questions for you before we wrap this up. You ready for these? Sure. Okay. Uh, we got a couple more, right? This is from, uh, do we have names too, Mush? We do. Mush is gone. Oh, Nick, there you are. Nick, why am I calling Mush? What, does Mush go take naps? No, I'm here, but she's the one in charge today. So that's why I wasn't. Well, she's the one in charge all the time. Yeah. That hurt, didn't it, Mush? I'm well. Sorry. I didn't mean that. Listen, there's something, and then there's nothing. Something, there's nothing. Um, all right. Do you want to? When do we? Can we read the names first? Sure. And, we'll then, and then do this because the, the the questions are. I don't want to step on the questions after, and then have to go to some anticlimactic names here on yeah. the podcast. I like to thank all my Patreon members. My Patreon members not only came uh, on board uh, at the beginning of the pandemic before the pandemic, when I did live from the shed, uh, when I did uh, tech talk with Bobby and friends. And now of course with the Calter and Kelly and then of the extra YKWD, 
You guys have always supported me. I want to thank you for being a supporter and a new supporter by mentioning your name right here on the thing. And maybe hit Mike and help me with these names. Um, oh, we only got three. That's good. It's uh, <laughs> you no, know, it's dwindling down. There's one name. Her name is uh, Kathy Borsetti. Mom? Um, okay, ready? Aaron Emery. How do I know that guy? I feel like mm -hmm. I know Aaron Emery. Okay, you read one, Mike. Tom Roten. And Rat Muffin. Rat Muffin! Dude, it makes me so happy when they fucking come up with great names. <laughs> uh, we have the business reads, too. Oh, do I have to? All right, bring those up. Let me do those. Where are they? Uh, I emailed them to you. You're an asshole. You think I'm going to open an email? Don't you know that I don't do menial things? <laughs> That's You're right. Where is it? Business reads. I got it right here. Hey. Uh, what? What? You've heard that guy. What? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you, Mush. <laughs> it's the guy times podcast. No, I know you got you. Uh, you've heard the guy times presents is uh, the only podcast network in the world that have injected boner medicine into their penis of paralyzed man for content. But now you probably want to know what other shows are on the network. Uh, network are worth checking out. Check this out. Our Family Jewels. It's an awesome trivia-based drinking game podcast that you can play along right from home. And it's right there on the Guy Times feed alongside over a dozen other messed up series for you to enjoy. Wherever you get your podcasts, you need to check it out. You need to check it out. Guy Times Presents. Check out that Family Jewels. That actually sounds fun. I like this network. They're they're promoting. They're smart enough to promote on my show on another network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't you can't fuck with these guys. They're getting me to promote them. And uh, you know what? But I'm happy to promote people who are creating content and doing different shit and uh, doing ballsy fucking stuff and. Uh, you know, not talking about silly bullshit. So good for you guys. Go check them out. Uh, Malik Gems has an ever-growing variety of beautiful tungsten Cambridge rings to fit any style of version of your life. You want to look gaudy like Rich Voss, like a, a little Jewish pimp from Jersey? They got you covered. You want to look sleek, cool, uh, you know, like, like Mike Vecchione, like an Italian stallion? They got that too. You want to shine bright? And being noticed, huh? Like uh, like Bob Kelly, like Bib Big Bob Kelly, they got you covered. So go to malikgems.com, use promo code YKWD for fifteen percent off your order. You wanna you wanna attract uh, women like Jim Jim Norton? They got you covered. Malikgem malikgems.com. That's M A L I C G E M s.com there you go all right listen you ready for these questions yes all right and i'm gonna let you go thank you for being uh, on for so long dude appreciate yeah, it man. all right this is from lou you, you know lou she's a big fan yes i know lou she's awesome every time i go to i haven't been to baltimore in a while but she used to come out in at baltimore she's magoobies she's great she's one of the best uh mike did you ever wear an Italian horn necklace? Yes, but I'll tell you what, that's a great question, Lou. 
And I did wear an, I, I don't wear any jewelry because I used to wrestle like cousins growing up when I was in Ohio. And I would wear a necklace. First of all, I'd forget to put it on half the time. And then when I did put it on, I'd always get into some kind of a wrestling something match and it would just get ripped off and broken. And then I would never get it fixed. Dude, it's so true. Max, I got him a gold rope chain. It broke twice. Now yeah. it's just in a box. Yeah. It's just 300 bucks. Yeah. No jewelry. No jewelry. It always got torn off, ripped off somewhere or lost. So I never did it. I was never a jewelry guy, you know, but it was supposed to ward off the um, evil spirits. Yeah. The horn. The horn. Did, it, yeah. did, you, did you believe that? I believe that. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Uh, this is to me. Oh, I, I never get a question. Fahid Alakwati Natana. Wow. Alakwati To Bobby, Bill Burr once mentioned a cigar you gave him that he thinks is the best cigar he had. Do you know the brand? Fuck. I don't know if that's a true story. Was it... Hoyo is the best cigar I think he's ever had. But then there's another one called a, uh, I believe a platinum um, from this company that is another holy shit cigar. So I don't know the answer to that question, uh, Mr. Fahad Alakwantiantana. <laughs> All right, here you go. From Nathan Cohen. You ready? In 200... To 500 words, describe Dan Soda naked. I actually, this is going to be hard for people to believe, but I've actually never seen Dan Soda naked. We Stop. did live in a, in a confined space, but we respected each other's bathroom privileges. So when he went into the bathroom, he would come out with a towel, go to his room. I would come out with a towel, go to my room. We never saw each other naked. I know that's hard to um, believe, but we didn't. Even with girls, like, when we were dating, we'd bring girls in, and like there was never any um, co-mingling or intermixing. But he's got a great build, I'll tell you that much. He's got a couple of uh, tattoos, which I love. What are the tattoos? I didn't know he had tattoos. Yeah, he had tattoos. He has uh, uh, something he on his shoulder. Thelma from Scooby-Doo on one arm? <laughs> he's got some kind of Colorado something. And I just saw him last night. And every time I see him now, I just want to grab him. I, I miss that guy, man. I freaking loved living with them. I mean, I mean, I lived with them for 10 years and it was one of those things where it was like, uh, I was, you know, when, uh, when we moved out, people, I was telling people at the cellar and they're like, did you cry? I was like, yeah, I cried in his, I, we both cried in each other's arms when we moved out. I say it's serious and they go, oh, well that, you know, well you guys, you know, you lived together for a long time. <laughs> they, they started by saying, did you cry? It's like, yeah, actually, we cried in each other's arms, and they they go, oh well, you know, you guys friends, you know. It's, yeah, uh, each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like they backpedal, like I'm sorry I asked, kind of a thing. That's the new generation. If yeah. that was if that was my generation, you would have got kicked out of the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look at this cry baby. I see it at the table. Look at this thing. Becky owns, cry, owns a cry baby. Becky owns a cry baby. Becky owns. Um, all right, here we go. We got one more question for you coming in hot. Landon Diaz. What a good name, huh? 
That is a great name. It's dangerous. Nice name. Landon. What's your name? Landon. Wow. And Diaz, too. Fucking pretty much do whatever you want now. What's your best drunk Nate Borgazzi story? Good question. Oh, my God. That is a good one. Because I got one. My my favorite one is... Um, I mean, hold on. I got to I got to think. Because the Joe DeRosa one is pretty funny. You know the Joe DeRosa one? No, what's that? He got drunk and uh, he was like, uh, <laughs> Joe was at the bar and Joe was like getting stuff. So Nate was like, Nate went to the bar and was like, I don't get it. <laughs> He's telling Joe, like, I don't get it. And Joe's like, what are you talking about? He's like, your whole thing. I don't get it. And Joe was like kind of hurt by it. like, because I don't think Joe was that drunk, but Nate was hammered. So he was like, I don't, I don't know what you're doing up there. I don't get it. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. And then those guys are friends and we're all friends. So it's not anything, you know, whatever. But it's like, Nate. It's like I don't even get what you're doing. You're just angry at everybody. You're yelling about McNuggets. I don't know what that is. <laughs> It's just funny. It's just so funny. With all so funny. Like that. But like, uh, I remember my drunk. It's like I was went to Nate's birthday. It was when it was at Brother Jimmy's in the city. Yeah. I showed up and I just ended up getting hammered, just hammered. And to the point where everybody was gone. And it's like uh, me and the girl I was dating at the time, we were just hammered. And I was just dancing at the bar. Like it was like we were the only him. Laura, me, and my girl were the only ones left, and I was just like uh, <laughs> really going hard at the bar. And it wasn't even like a disco like that, but was I was there music so hammered. There was music, yeah. There was like music, but I was I was like, I'll just go. It's one of those where I'll just go stop by for a drink. It's like you stop by for a drink and then you just get annihilated, and then they right. you know, you're just like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nate's funny, man. He's so quick. I so remember one, one time he he came to New York. This he was on my podcast a bunch, and then he came to New York, um, and he didn't he didn't call me or anything, but I I called him up and I was like, you know, hey, what the fuck, man? You come to New York, you don't even fucking call me. He goes, Bobby, you don't even know my daughter's last name. And I was like, I know your fucking daughter's last name. Fuck off. He goes, what is it? And I was like. And then I just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Nantasket? What's her name again? <laughs> you don't know. You know my daughter's last name? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, her first name. I'm sorry. First her first name. Name. <laughs> first name. Sorry, I fucked up the joke. I suck. He goes, he goes, I don't know. You don't know my daughter's name. You don't even know my daughter's name. I was like, fuck you. I know her. Go fuck yourself. And I was just sitting there. He goes, what is it? And I was like, I'm trying to Google it. But that was, <laughs> that's when Google wasn't as good as it is now. And I was like, Nate Bergazzi, daughter. Right? I'm driving. <laughs> I just hung up. And then I called him back like a day later. And I, and I found it. And I, I just, I said it. What is it? Fucking Bucket? What is her name? <laughs> I don't know if I could say it. Because it's a, can we say kids' yeah. names on here? I don't know. I mean, fuck it. You don't need to say it. Yeah, I don't want to say it because I don't want to. I mean, we're all in this in the game, but uh, women and children off limits, Bobby. I think so. 
Some people don't think so, but I think so. Yeah. I think civilians. It's not like we kill yeah. civilians. We kill our own. Yeah, it's the fucking mob. And a lot of people don't think that this is the mob, but it's the fucking mob. Not and when they start going after children and women and children, it's like, you know what? You 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 you, you ran out of funny. You <laughs> ran out of funny. You 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 don't know what you don't know what funny is. You you ran out of it. Yeah. Because if you had to go for fucking civilians, then you're just a murderer. You're just a serial killer. Yeah, you're, you're a serial killer. This you're not in this thing of ours. You're not in this thing of ours. You're going after you're punching women on the street, you're sweating all over treadmills. Ah, you're not cleaning up after yourself. No, you don't know uh, good friends, kids, first names. <laughs> Scumbag. <laughs> All right, listen, Vecchione, go check out Vecchione. Check out his new podcast. Go see him live. And number one, go buy his album or go listen to his album or watch his album when he comes out. He is by far one of the uh, number one comics uh, going right now. New York City is proud to have him. He is one of the best, and he's one of the most respected guys out there right now. Know that. Um, and uh, one of the nicest guys, too. I love you, buddy. I love you, too, buddy. Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, and you- uh, Have fun. And, uh, yeah, hit me up when you get back. I don't know if you have, like, uh, used to have those uh, barbecues. I'll figure out a way to get up there, man, if you have one. Yeah, no, I'll let you know. We're going to have one before it gets too cold back in the house when I, I get back from my uh, New Hampshire place in uh, September. So Nice. Um, all right, buddy. Mush, I love you. Check out Mike V. Suarez. He'll be with me at uh, Versani's on uh, August uh, 4th, 5th, and 6th uh, yes, with Mr. Mr. Mike Calta. And then, uh, of course, new Nikki. Thanks for doing such a good job. I'll be uh, – I'm at Just for Laughs, Versani's, Asbury at the end, Asbury Park. I'll be there on the 25th. And then I'll be in Cincinnati at the Brouhaha fundraiser on the 27th. Laugh Factory Chicago with, oh yeah, I'm going to be uh, in Chicago. I'm Laugh Factory Chicago, uh, McHenry Theater, and uh, Monchock Theater. I'm going to be all these theaters I got coming up uh, in September. So please check out my dates, robertkellylive.com and Robert Keller Live on Instagram. You guys are the best. We'll see you next week on You Know What, Dude?